Hello, this is Will Stotler for Payday Loan Industry Watch, PLIwatch.org, which produces this podcast. PLI Watch is an independent source for news and information about what's happening in the payday loan and cash advance industries. We're able to bring you this service based on donations and sponsorships. The content of this podcast is unlikely to reflect the views of sponsors or donors. This is PLIwatch.org podcast number three and is for the week of May 21st. We want to highlight two stories this week because they're apparently related. There's also a ruckus happening in New Mexico again, but we'll tackle that one in a later podcast. For now, you can read any developments about what's happening there on PLIwatch.org. The first story we're highlighting today is about alleged lax personal information handling practices at a payday loan company in Louisville, Kentucky. The second story we're highlighting today is fresh from the wire. Two payday loan company owners were convicted of felony offenses in Bainbridge, Georgia for violating that state's payday loan laws. As an editorial note, we're thinking these two stories are connected because they both involve a payday loan company named Money Now, but that could just be a coincidence. More on a direct connection from us in a later podcast if it develops. So our first story is about questionable personal information disposal practices as reported by WAVE3's Maureen Kyle in Louisville, Kentucky. You may never have heard of it, but provisions in the Fair and Accurate Credit Transactions Act, or FACTA, mostly became effective last year. FACTA is consumer protection legislation that requires all companies, including lenders like payday loan companies, to destroy sensitive consumer information before disposing of it. The law does do more than that, but this is the part of FACTA that applies to this story. Quoting from the law, Any person who maintains or otherwise possesses consumer information for a business purpose, in electronic or paper form, must take reasonable measures to protect against unauthorized access or use of the information in connection with its disposal. FACTA then goes on to say that consumers' information must be burned, pulverized, or shredded before it's put out to the curb by a company. Skip to the week of May 12th. Louisville, Kentucky, a strip center on Taylor Boulevard. As reported by WAVE3's Maureen Kyle, a business owner found boxes full of documents that had belonged to payday loan company Money Now. According to WAVE3, Money Now put the boxes out to the curb for trash pickup. Nothing inside any of those boxes was burned, pulverized, or otherwise shredded. All documents were fully intact. Further investigation by Ms. Kyle revealed that even more boxes containing documents with personal information had been dumped in the back of Money Now's store. Maureen Kyle claims to have even found a check from a person's employer in the boxes. A Money Now employee told WAVE3, quote, Nothing really happened. Someone planted something in our dumpster and is now trying to distribute it. We take every security precaution, unquote. Unfortunately for Money Now, this sure looks like an open and shut case of careless document destruction procedures by Money Now employees, i.e., no destruction and there should have been. But this isn't a case closed just yet. We have email out to the Money Now corporate headquarters to obtain an interview with a company representative. If a Money Now spokesperson agrees to speak with us about Money Now's document handling procedures, you'll be hearing what they allege happened directly from them in a future podcast. Stay tuned. We will. Now to the second story of interest today, this one out of Bainbridge, Georgia, as reported by Brennan Leathers, news writer for the Post Searchlight. According to District Attorney Joe Mulholland, Georgia's Superior Court convicted John Dunlap of Colquitt and Nathaniel Glenn of Brinson for violating Georgia's Racketeer-Influenced and Corrupt Organization Act, RICO, and Georgia Payday Lending Law. 
The two were found guilty by Superior Court Chief Judge Wallace Cato. Dunlap and Glenn got 16-year probated sentences, meaning they're not going to jail for these violations, and were ordered to pay $10,000 in fines each. Glenn owned a Money Now store, and Dunlap owned First Cash Title Pawn. Some other folks were indicted in this case, each person being representative of a payday loan business. They were Bobby Smith of Bainbridge, Shirley Fraser of Cairo, and Bobby Joe Glenn of Brinson. However, their cases were dismissed because they agreed to cooperate with prosecutors. District Attorney Mulholland and police began investigations of September of 2004. Records Mulholland and Company found for all five companies indicated they were charging between 300 and 500% annual interest rates, APR, on hundreds of loans. Georgia law prohibits charging interest rates of more than 16% annually on loans for less than $3,000. It's interesting, the law here appears to be similar to Oregon's new law that was signed by the governor but does not take effect until next year. There may be more to come on this case. Stay tuned. We spoke today with Mr. Nathaniel Glenn, former owner of a Money Now store, and he said that he could not comment on the case because it is being appealed in court. If we have further contact with Mr. Glenn, you'll be the second to know. This week's podcast did not have a sponsor. If you want to reach out to listeners who are interested in payday loans, cash advances, and the payday loan industry, please contact Robert James via the contact page on our website. If you'd like to make a donation to help keep PLIwatch.org running, please see the donations page on our website. Remember, visit PLIwatch.org for industry news, RSS news feeds, helpful tips, and older podcasts. You can also take a look at our listings and reviews of payday loan vendors when you drop by. Thanks for listening.